Hey everyone, welcome back to the Work-Life Harmony Podcast. In today's episode, I want to talk through the biggest planning mistake that you might be making and how you can avoid it. So let's get going. Welcome to the Work-Life Harmony Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Sumrall. I'm a former techie turned entrepreneur. I'm also a mom and a wife, and just like you, I'm juggling hashtag all the things while running multiple businesses and a family. Being a successful female entrepreneur doesn't mean you have to feel overwhelmed, exhausted, and stressed out. Gaining control of your time and calendar is all about learning a few key techniques and systems to better organize and structure your time. This is your show to learn from me and other amazing women how to master your time and organization to skyrocket your productivity so you can have work-life harmony. Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome to the Work-Life Harmony Show. I am Megan Sumrall, and today I am here to talk about one of the most important things when it comes to managing your time and really being able to get hyper-productive and move the needle in your business and your life. And it is the biggest mistake that I see most people make. This is one of the first questions I ask when I am talking with a new client is I ask them, do they have a daily plan or do they operate in a weekly plan? Now, some people can respond and say, you know what? I don't even have a plan. That's a different topic. But typically what happens is we get stuck in a routine in our lives where we are in kind of a reaction mode where we wake up every day looking at our task list, looking at our calendar, looking at our appointments and kind of freaking out, trying to figure out what is it I need to do today. So when you wake up and you're working in this day-to-day planning and organizing mode, guess what? You are already behind, and that puts you in a position where you are just going to be reacting to the loudest thing that is sitting in front of you all day long. So the very first shift that you need to make if you're really going to start getting on top of your task list and managing your time is shifting gears into creating a weekly plan. A weekly plan is something that you need to put in place every Sunday. Again, we don't want to wake up Monday morning and start planning out your week because now you're already behind the eight ball. What if you wake up on Monday morning and go look down and realize, holy smokes, I have something that's supposed to be done at nine o'clock this morning. Now you're already stepping into your week kind of stressed out. So instead, what you need to do is work to carve out a chunk of time. This should not take more than five or 10 minutes every Sunday to lay out a strategic plan and structure for the next week. Now, in my top program, I go through a very systematic approach for actually laying out your weekly plan. And I'm going to talk through it at a high level here today. So the very first thing that you want to do when you are creating your weekly plan is first plug in if you work outside the home, if you currently serve as an employee and you have set office time you need to keep, obviously that needs to go into your calendar first and foremost. 
right behind that are any appointments or activities that are specifically time bound that you don't have control over. So this could include meetings, doctor's appointments, certain activities that you might need to get a child to. Go ahead and reserve, block out those times on your calendar as well. Now what is left on your calendar is all the open time that you have available to go ahead and start plugging in time blocks for your tasks and activities that you need to get done. So how do you go about doing this? I love time blocking. You will hear me talk about it often. I certainly am not the inventor of it, but I've been using it for years. And how you time block in a corporate nine to five job setting versus how you time block when you are juggling a family, a business, all of that, it looks very different, but the principles are the same. So on every single Sunday, I lay out all of the tasks that I need to get done the following week. They include personal, they include business, they might include you know some personal development stuff as well. So this list will range anywhere from meal planning, grocery shopping, buying birthday presents, to finishing up a module in a new course, to interviewing somebody for the podcast, and laundry, house chores, anything and everything goes on the list. The second step here now is to identify what groups of tasks can you lump together where you are wearing the same hat or you're in the same role. So for instance, I might lump together a bunch of what I consider my maid <laughs> responsibilities around the house, where I can lump in laundry, cleaning, might even include meal prep in there. So I'll group those together. Then separately, I will group all the tasks that I want to do for my business and I'll either highlight those all one color or group those together. Then I may group together tasks where I am really 100% in mom mode. So now what I'm doing, when I look at my calendar and start to figure out what I'm going to do on what day, my goal is to keep as many tasks together where I'm in that same role tightly coupled. So if I see I've got an opening from 9 to 11 on Monday morning, what I don't want to do is spend that two hours jumping back and forth and context switching from running a load of laundry, then trying to record something for business, and then jumping in and trying to clean something up in the house, and then running out and running an errand. That is when productivity is just going to hit rock bottom. What I should be doing in that two hours instead is saying, okay, how can I knock out all of my tasks that are related to one key area in that two-hour window. I may choose to spend those two hours running all of my errands and doing house chores. I may choose instead to sit down at my desk for those two hours and work through the three most important tasks that I have to help move my business forward. And then I will slowly work through planning out my week, creating blocks of time on my calendar where I'm going to be completing tasks in that one role. And that is how you can create small, really intentional time blocks. So I've blocked off my outside the work time or outside the house work time. I've blocked off those appointments. Now I've strategically gone in and created those time blocks. Now there's another step that you do not want to forget when you're creating your weekly plan 
And that is, and this may shock you coming from a productivity coach, but actually blocking off non-working time on your calendar. You cannot work 24-7. You will burn out. The other reason why those non-working hours are incredibly critical, there are several, but I'm going to touch on a few here. First and foremost, if you are always in a mode where you are executing or producing, I like to think of the flow of your energy going out. In order to be able to create and have room in your head for those creative thoughts and juices and energy to be coming in, you've got to have times during the week where you are not in constant outward flow. And that is where your non-working time comes in. That might include reading a book. It might include exercise. It might include time with your family. But because you are not in high execution or productivity mode, you've now freed up that spot in your brain to let the flow come inward. So that's one reason why those non-working hours are so important. Second, and I'm talking to all my mompreneurs out there right now, we have to reserve that time where we step away from work and we can go be 100% present with our family and with our kids. I spent way too much time trying to serve too many things at once. Does this sound like you? Can you relate to helping someone with homework while cooking dinner, while trying to respond to emails all at the same time? Guess what? Nothing is getting done well because nothing's getting your full attention. So instead, if you can reserve that non-working time and respect that, and that time can be where you sit down and you're all in with your friends or family or whatever you have reserved during that block of time, then when you come back to tackle a time block where you're actually working, you're going to be that much more productive because now you're all in. For me, my non-working hours are typically 3 to 6.30 every single day, Monday through Friday. 3 o'clock is when I pick my daughter up from school, and I'm pretty much in mom mode all the way through the dinner hour at 6.30. And at that point, I can come in and do a quick 30-minute check-in before the rest of the evening routine is underway. So make sure that you are reserving that non-working time on your schedule. And if you can go through those activities every single Sunday and actually craft out your week, setting down intentional blocks of time with specific tasks that you are going to focus on, that is going to give you such a tremendous peace of mind. Because instead, if you wake up Monday morning, you don't have a plan for the week, and you sit down to try and start getting work done, you are going to have so many things swirling around in your head that you're almost going to be frozen in inactivity trying to figure out what you should be doing. And that's where people just spin and turn. And if you feel like at the end of every day, you're thinking, wow, I was really busy today, but I don't feel like I got anything done. There's probably a good chance it's because you're just in a reaction mode trying to figure out day to day what to do. If instead you can wake up Monday morning and you've got a plan laid out for the week, when you first you know, enter that first work time block, you'll be able to sit right down and jump into action knowing what you have decided was the top priority for that moment of the day. And you can continue to march through the rest of your week. 
And then on Sunday, you have a chance to regroup and create your plan for the next week. So if you are not currently doing a weekly plan routine, this is a great place for you to start. Again, in the top program, we go through a lot more details and strategies around this, but creating a weekly plan is something anybody can start off with. It is, I think, the best place to start if you feel like you are constantly in a state of reacting. So I can't wait to hear how your weekly planning goes, and I'd love to hear any tips or tricks that you all may have when you go in and do your planning routine. Have a great week. Getting on top of all things time management, organization, and productivity doesn't have to stop just because this episode is over. You can follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Megan Sumrall, or just open any browser and go to megansumrall.com. If spelling my name is a complete pain, just go to theworklifeharmony.com and grab my free time management cheat sheet. If you like this podcast, don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, and share it.